Consider this your permission slip to take a deep breath, slow down, and remember that you get to feel good and access your next level happy right now. Yay! Welcome to a very special episode of the Next Level Happy Podcast. Again, this is your permission slip to slow down, and I want you to really receive that as you are introduced to a very special guest and friend of mine, Shannon Tomasak, and I'm so excited to have her on and share a bit about her spiritual awakening and tools that I know have transformed her life that definitely can transform yours as well. And I just pulled a card for everybody on the podcast. If you're able to see it, beautiful. If not, that's okay. I'm going to read it to you. It says, I know who I really am. I know who I really am. And so just in case you need the reminder, you are a soul, you are pure potential energy having this beautiful human experience, right? And you, this card says you're an extension of non-physical energy. You are indeed an extension of that which we are. You're known as teacher and we're known as Abraham, aka source. And we, to get, we are together because of our matching intentions and desires. So we're always attracting in, right? A good mantra that I love to use is I'm always attracting in and guided to the best people, places, and things. And I really know that Shannon is one of those amazing earth angels that was guided to me. And before I have her introduce herself and a little bit about her, I also just realized that this is the first podcast that I'm publishing since everything has been going on in the world. And I want you to give yourself extra permission to really have beautiful conscious communication, or maybe it's not beautiful with yourself. Maybe you're having a lot of negative feelings or negative self-talk or people around you. And I want you to give yourself permission to not judge that. And then just stay willing to be willing to allow in the miracle. And let's just take a deep inhale using our prana right now, that life force energy breathing in through our nose feeling the base of your spine fully supported by Mother Earth, audibly exhale out, ah, just sigh it out, beautiful, sighing away any of that worry. And if you feel called, I'm being guided to share with you something that really helped me feel like I was making more of a contribution. And I just want to remind you that the best thing that we could ever do for the world um, is to take care of our own inner peace, our own internal communication, and our own internal state of being so that we can spread more compassion to the world. Just a reminder that love and miracles vibrates at 528 hertz, but authenticity actually vibrates 4,000 times more powerfully, which means that when you can show up for yourself with radical honesty and feel into any feelings of depression, sadness, grief, and remember that those heavier feelings like grief, they're going to take longer, that it's a totally different ballgame, and that's okay. I want you to just be really gentle with yourself wherever you're at in your process. And I was taking a long time to see if there was even an organization or anything that I wanted to monetarily contribute to. And something that has felt really good for me is helping to support um, a prior Ayurvedic alchemy practitioner, a dear friend and client of mine who was guided around the time I was getting married this past summer in 2023 to Israel. And she, well, actually, she spent time before there. She was guided to get married when she was there. And I just kept hearing the message from Source to just let her live and to not intervene. And so I took that message for myself and I congratulated her, right? And she is meant to be in Israel right now, not just for her husband, that thank goodness she got married to. Um, and she's bringing a lot of joy and a lot of light into her village and community. And so I was called to send her 
um, a little Venmo if you feel called to do the same, what she is doing with this money. And again, I love making contributions where I know where the, the money, the contribution, the same way I rallied for the island of Maui. And I suggested if you felt called to give contributions to the local firefighters there and local families. So you know, right, the, the items that are actually being purchased with your money. Sarah is helping children local in her communities that are looking to spread kindness and create drawings and spread cheer and bake beautiful food and give nourishment and strength to people in need right now. And so regardless of how you feel in general, and if you don't feel called, that's totally fine. Again, the best thing that we can do is send love and light out to the world. So you just listening to this podcast, being open to listening to Shannon's uh, Shannon Thomasak's story about how right a spiritual awakening and different tools doing this inner work. Right, if you're like, what is this inner communication that you speak of that can help create ripple effects of love and peace in the world? Right, this is real. Shannon's going to come on and share some of these tools to make it easier for you. And again, you guys, this is real. This is science, right? I love why I studied under Dr. Deepak Chopra is because truly when we get a billion people doing this work, it is proven that the world will shift to peace. So everybody, if you're going through ascension, and I want to ask Shannon about that too, it is worth it. Doing this inner work is always worth it. And your soul chose to be here at this unique point in time on earth. So all of that being said, Shannon, I just want to thank you for answering your call. Thank you for answering your call. And I want you to just come on and just introduce yourself, share a little bit about you and another beautiful podcast, which is Windows to the Soul. Thank you. Thank you so much for that introduction and for all of your excitement. I could just feel your joy and it just, it feels so good <laughs> to receive. So yeah, I mean, I also was resonating with us meeting at this time where we've known each other for so long now and we knew each other in like completely different chapters of our lives. Like Victoria and I, we weren't in school at the same time, but we went to the same college and we're in the same sorority. And so that life, at least for me, I'm pretty sure for you too, looked completely different than the life that I have now. The way that I act, the way that I think, the things that I do, the people that I'm around, it's just like night and day is probably the best way to describe it, but I will describe it further as we get into the podcast. <laughs> so a little bit about me. I... I would describe myself as a mentor, a coach, more recently a teacher, and also a student. I will forever be a student, forever be learning. I am inspired by so many people and I just love to learn. Um, so what I'm really passionate about is the power that our minds have to create everything that we want. and. We know this on so many levels. We see the proof of it. We see the evidence for it. We see the way it works, but then we forget. And we go back to thinking our same thoughts and our same habits and our same patterns. And then we live out that life that maybe we don't feel that excited or fulfilled to live by. Like, that's how I felt. I was just like, eh, like this life is just, eh, you know, like there's good things happening. There's bad things happening, but it's meh, you know, other people have the things that I want. Other people have this beautiful life and that's great. Like how, how they can have that, but like, it's not for me. It's just whatever. And I completely do not believe that anymore. I truly, truly believe like what we believe is available to us is what's available to us. And sometimes it takes a lot to shift into that state of being. It did for me but it's totally possible at any moment at any time and i'm excited to talk about how how i got there how i got here yes a hundred percent and before i forget you mentioned which i love is that it's just a matter of 
remembering, right? So I want to talk a little bit more about that because for anybody, and this isn't just for, for beginners, and if you are, congratulations, I'm very excited for you on your journey of experimenting with manifestation, but for advanced manifestors, say you've been doing this for decades, your entire life, right? I want you to kind of listen to these techniques and, and ask yourself throughout the journey, where can you clean up these little energy leaks within yourself, right? Because like Shannon said, it's remembering, right? Remembering these these truths. But for me, as Shannon shared with her as well, sometimes that the world before can really make you think, right? That a life beyond your wildest dreams is something that's only available for other people. So I just wanna ask you a little bit more about that. What was something that started to help you understand, wait a minute, these things that other people have, maybe that can happen for me too. And was your spiritual awakening, right? So for me, I had what's known as a white light experience where a lot was shown to me right away, making my soul plan. I received a miracle, my obsession to drink being removed. Would you say yours was like that or was it more gradual, more subtle? Or was it one thing that you found really helped you? Yeah, I feel like I've had many, many like awakening moments in my life. So I remember in college, like my, I had wanted to study biology because I wanted to become a doctor. I just, and I only had that path. I say that like, I only had that path because it, it just like kind of sounded good to me, but I didn't really know like what other paths there were. So then I took an intro to psych class and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, oh my gosh, our biases like I was learning about how our mind like plays tricks on us and how we can have these biases about the world and things aren't really real that we think are real and I was like wow this this that unlocked a lot for me and that set me off on the path of studying psychology so Love that. I didn't become a very spiritual person per se after that but it was like one thing that like unlocked in my mind like unlocked a box and then I had a, um, a very traumatic experience happen in, at the end of my college life. And I don't know that I have all of the pieces and understanding with that yet still mm -hmm. um, as to like what exactly that did for me, but it really shaped mm -hmm. me. It really changed the trajectory of my life because it was, an, I guess you can say a near death experience we did lose someone else in that experience too. And it just was like, wow, like the thing that you don't think can happen to you happened to you. Your worst fear. That was one of my worst fears in the whole world was like having a situation like that and it happened. So it's like you realize the things that you don't want to happen can happen and you realize life is so precious. So I – that unlocked something in me, but my life after that wasn't like fun and dandy. There was definitely a really dark night of the soul for a long time after that. I was kind of yeah. in this like mucky place, like life isn't that great. You know, bad things happen to people unexpectedly, like the world is shit. Like kind of that was like the mentality that I had and like that's how me I too. up. <laughs> What's that? I said, me too. And I'm sure a lot of people listening felt felt that way. Like right now I'm crying tears of joy because as I listen to you, like it's beautiful to know like, okay, you know, it doesn't quite make it better, but everything I believe the really hard things, the horrible things, they have purpose, they have reason. Um, but it's just so, it's just so beautiful to see. So sorry, continue. Yeah, I didn't mean yeah. to and actually I will say that too. I think that I personally needed that darkness to get to the light. I think that if I had gone, if I had like, quote, relatively easy life, whatever that means, if I had had a life like that and I didn't have this like pain and the struggle and this darkness, like I wouldn't be where I am because I had wanted to get out of that so badly, so badly that I was like, mm -hmm. I will do anything to get out of this darkness. And then- that led me to I would do anything I just want to emphasize I get really excited so I just am like geeking out yeah. I want to really make note of what Shannon just said whoa she was she was willing to do anything 
that is all you need to allow in the miracle is that willingness to be willing to do whatever it takes. And if you want to maybe just speak a little bit more about, okay, because I'm sure people listening are like, yeah, or if you're working towards your next goal, right? What is the limiting belief there that it feels like this is pointless? It's never going to happen. Just horrible things are always happening in life, right? Like, I don't know if that's what your inner voice used to sound like. It's what my inner voice used to sound like. But what really helped after you stayed willing? And for anybody listening who's like, I feel like I'm I'm willing, but I, I want to give up. Maybe just speaking like, don't give up before the miracle because, yeah. oh my gosh, it fucking comes. Yeah. So I would say that I was someone who was somewhat resourceful. Like I had, I looked outside of myself for things that I knew were good, right? Like I did yoga. I had dabbled in meditation. I saw some, you know, different energy healing practitioners. I, um, yeah, I would just, I would seek out experiences like that around New York city where I lived. Of course, like my intention behind it though, was like, Oh, you know, these things are going to fix you. But then like, that's not really how it works. So I just had, was seeking more and more of those experiences, which was helping start to unlock something within myself. And then like, I kept struggling because I kind of thought that I had to do it all on my own. I still was like, I need to figure all this out on my own. So like, I I was just expecting like me to just like one day wake up and like have it figured out. But then I was struggling so much that I was like, I need someone else's help. Like that's when I, that's where I was at that point where I was like, I will literally pay anything to help me. And I Mm -hmm. hired my first coach in the summer of 2021 and it was a lot of money. It was the biggest investment I had ever made. And it really, uh, that was like another unlocking thing in me. It was like this human, this woman that I look up to so much and I'm so inspired by She's holding this space for me, like seeing me telling me that like, all I don't have to think this way anymore. Like I don't have to be this way anymore. My mistakes, my past, like, isn't so bad that I can't move forward. Cause that was another thing. It was like, I did all these like bad things that I had thought like embarrassing, shameful that like, no matter what I do going forward, like no, a perfect partner will never love me. Or like, I'll never be able to be someone who's an authority figure or like someone people look up to because I was so messy and sloppy and a drunk. And like this, like, that's literally what I believe. Like to anyone listening and they might be like, no, you sound so confident. Like, no way. Like they can't picture that. But like, literally that's what I believed. It was like, I can never fully show up as myself because I've done things that are so bad and no one will ever respect me. I didn't respect mm-hmm. myself. So that's that's how it was. But I, I did at that time need someone else to show me that I could. I needed someone to model it for me. Someone else mm-hmm. who had gone through similar things telling me like, no, you're wrong. Sis. You're right. Like, you know, you're wrong. Yeah. You're, you're right, but you're wrong. So... And I can, so I feel like that exhale probably answers what was going to be my next question, which was, can you describe, right, how that started to help you shift internally and feel a little bit better? And I think it's a hard thing to describe. And that sigh probably, like, really embodies what it really feels like. But if there are any words, right, or if there's any advice that you have to somebody that's in that similar place, that's having a hard time believing that this can happen for them too. Maybe um, were there any practices that you did during that time working with your mentor that helped you to lock into this new belief system, or as I say, like your new truth statement or vision statement, right? Like for me, it's a lot of always you flip the script. And for me, it was a lot of journaling and then integrating it, speaking in new ways, being it in new ways. But where where did you start or what kind of helped you the most? And did you feel yourself starting to become maybe a little bit lighter um, and more in touch with your intuition as you went through this process? Yeah, actually journaling was a big one for me and not and I had journaled a lot before, but I feel like I was always like censoring myself. Like, it's so silly. Yeah. It's your journal. No one's reading it. And I was like, 
not writing like truly how I felt before. So then it was like, now I'm just like pouring it out. There's no words that you can't say, okay. you don't, who cares how you sound or if you mess up the spelling, it's like, just let yourself like pour out. And so I feel like that's what I was doing at that time, like opening up because I was very hot, like closed off before that. So opening up about my real feelings, my real emotions, my worries, my fears, things that like I never told anyone before. I also practiced some mirror work. She invited me to that practice, like standing in front of the mirror, staring at yourself. Because usually, you know, the only time you're looking in the mirror is like you're getting ready and you're criticizing yourself or like you're putting on your outfit, making sure your outfit fits. But when are you actually like staring at yourself, like, and trying to see yourself, truly see yourself? That was one of them, like putting my hands on my body, like holding myself, like a hand over my heart, a hand on my belly. Again, another thing I never really did. Like I thought I knew my body, but when do you like actually hold yourself in this loving way? And that felt really supportive of me. Dance, like expressive dance, like just yes. music and like running Movement. around my apartment. Yeah, like again, another thing that I would do yoga, but it was like still with a structure. This is like be free in your body. Like just like do anything. No one's watching. Who the hell cares? Yes. So a lot of these practices really helped me start to feel in touch with myself and like love myself. Honestly, like mm-hmm. that's what was coming through is like, you are just feeling this darkness, but like at the core of you is love. And so when I would have more of those moments, like you realize that remembering you can return to that yes. state, like that's your natural state. And this is kind of a loaded question. Like, I'm like, as spirits guiding me to ask it, I'm like, okay, guiding that you'll help us answer it for people. But um, that darkness, let's try and describe a little bit what that darkness feels like for people, because often they're feeling it and you feel like there's something wrong with you, but actually it's totally normal Mm. and you don't have to stay there. Yeah. I feel like it was a heaviness. Like it just was... A heaviness, a that sense of feeling closed off, like combative almost. Like you're so wound up, you're so like tightly held that anything can set you off. And I'm all, I'm talking about me, like from my experience. You yeah. know, when something negative happens, like someone cuts you off or like some a text message that was anxiety inducing like really would set me off because of that state like you're just in this place like oh my gosh you just feel like your heart drops you feel Mm -hmm. the feelings of anxiety a lot like just yeah not letting yourself really like mellow out settle like lower the shoulders drop your Mm -hmm. I I don't even know what else like you know there's that feeling of closed off internally and externally yeah Yes. And that's what I am curious to also have you share a little bit more of. So as you started to lean into more of, whoa, okay, I can kind of alchemize, shift out of this darkness, bring in more of this, this lightness, this connection with what feels good when I move and I move this stagnant energy out of my body, right? Ayurveda teaches us that we're actually bringing in more ojas, which is happiness on a cellular level. But as we do this, right, something that also happens in the spiritual awakening process, um, and this was happening for you and for lots of people who are listening, you don't even need to know that there's different response rates. But I know for me personally, I was responding for most of my life from a state of fight or flight, which is that heavy place that Shannon was just mentioning. And often we're not going to make the best decisions or take the best action or have the best responses or communication with people from those places. And when you can start to interrupt that reaction rate with, whoa, let's shake it out. Let's slow down. Let's dance it out. Let's, that's that internal communication right? And then you're able to have a more less reactive, but a more sacred response where you're taking action from, right, what we refer to as your higher self, right? Or that version of you that always knows the best way, the best answer, right? Because ultimately you're always in connection with the ever intelligent universe that knows. And it's through allowing in more of the light 
that you connect with it. So in your life, Shannon, as you were doing these things, allowing in more light, feeling really good, what were some of the the lightness that started to transform in the 3D world around you from this internal shift that you were having? Yeah, I love that. And I just wanted to add to, I think what for me, what you were speaking to, for me, it was like that awareness that like there's an awareness that you don't have to be responding that same way because I just didn't think of things that way. You know, you just, you just operate the way that you've been operating because that's what you've, that's what's habituated. That's what like your neural pathways are familiar with. So Mm -hmm. when you realize like there's a difference that you can act differently or even just catch yourself, even if you act the same way, but you caught yourself, like you had the awareness for a moment, maybe next time you will respond differently. That is huge. That was really big for me. And so as that, as that summer progressed that I had hired my first coach, I would say my relationship started to get a lot better. Like my, my friendships, my relationship with my family, my connections started deepening. I had started to pursue a new career, which was coaching. Prior to that, mm-hmm. I had been wanting to become a therapist and that wasn't fully resonating with me anymore, it, but I didn't really know what else to do. And then of course, like this opportunity opened up for me where I realized that I could do something that I essentially had always wanted to do. I just didn't know what it looked like. So Mm -hmm. then I started, you know, people were starting to respond to me in this way. And um, I feel like people were just coming into my life. People were showing up and praising me in ways that I was like, this is very unfamiliar for me. Like I'm (laughs) used to the settings of like my cold corporate job that I had prior or, Mm -hmm. you know, I did not have good dynamics in dating at all. I, there, a lot of friendships, there was a lot of drama in them and a lot of like gossip and things like that. And you just don't feel like, you don't feel fully loved and supported, or at least I didn't. So as time started to go on, I started to find more people that were like, so loving, so supportive. And that gave me the evidence to say, there's a lot more people like this, like just stay open to receiving. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. And it's so, it's so wild because as you're speaking, um, I'm being shown, right? How this darkness that we're speaking of, I often will refer to it as fear or ego, or it's that resistance that will often try to keep you from accessing your next level, right? From accessing that next level. But when you are brave enough to work through that fear like Shannon did, this is when a life beyond your wildest dreams continues to open up for you. So Shannon, you you mentioned a little bit, right? That before you felt like you had bad patterns in love. I know for me, right? A lot of people may be listening. You wanted, my biggest manifestation was wanting to manifest a relationship, right? And As much as I didn't want to admit it, it truly was the more that I fully and completely loved and accepted myself in in the moment as I was and enjoyed life, right? That's when you're able to really allow in that match, that partner for yourself. And did you find yourself as you were attracting in people, right? that all of a sudden were were warm, that were on cold like corporate, more people that were on the frequency as you, did you notice anything else that you were attracting in? But those better, a little bit better relationships maybe, or like I like to call them soul, your soul fam, or like your spiritual running buddies. Oh my gosh, yes. I've met so many amazing humans in the last few years. And it's, I forget how different of an experience that is than a lot of my peers because so many people, so many women, I'm in my early 30s, so many women in their late 20s, early 30s, even beyond that are like, it's so hard to make friends. They're like, there's no friends, there's no one to meet or dating too. There's no good guys left. There's no good girls, no good partners left. It's, we're starting to like get later in life and like everyone's already, you know, has it all figured out and like there's no one else. And I have been able to find like the most amazing humans or find or like attract or whatever you want to call it in the last few years. Like so many of my new, like my best friends right now I've met in the last few years, my partner that I've been dating for almost a year now, we've just had the most amazing relationship. Like we, it's not even describable. It's night and day for my past relationships where I would 
allow or maybe just settle because I thought that's it. Like I just thought, you know what it was? It was like, I thought that's how life was supposed to go. So it wasn't like Mm. I was settling for a partner that was like toxic as people like to call it or like, you know, that maybe had some of the not the best intentions. It wasn't even settling. It was just like, I thought that's what people did. Like that's what everyone did. So it's like, that's what I was doing too. And then I started to get really clear on like, actually, no, actually, no. I want the people around me and myself included to like have harmonious relationships. We add to each other's life. We uplift each other. We have fun together. We explore things together. We're invited. We invite each other to do new things and we just have fun. Like that is how I wanted my life to look. And that's, I would say how it looks now. I love that. I love that. And something else I want to ask you that I know will resonate with a lot of listeners is that calling that you felt inside of you for something more when you maybe, I don't know, and this is why I want you to speak about it a little bit. Did you realize that you were starting your business? Did you not? Did you put pressure on it? Were you thinking just how to be of service when you launched your your first course and decided to take women through this work? Was it, I know for a lot of people, including myself, that's a big leap. And oftentimes, right, you can meet resistance from fear or ego to kind of get you off your course to say, no, who are you to do this? You can't launch this or you can't, you know, coach with these great materials that just transformed your life. So what was something inside you, right? Did you feel an intuitive call or how did you start to take that action into um, living in your dharma, right? Living in your purpose and starting to teach this work and and not just live it, but create even more miracle um, ripple effects in the world with it. Yeah. So I for most of my life was on track to become a therapist, like become a psychologist. I had gotten a master's degree and I was working and and volunteering and doing a lot of things that were like, that's my track and I'm going to go back to school again to get the license. And so when I shifted into coaching, it wasn't that it didn't feel that different. At first it felt like, Oh, actually, this feels more aligned because I feel I was starting to not feel as aligned with the therapeutic realm. And just like there's certain, you know, diagnoses and certain ways of treating certain things. And I was like, I don't know that I'm loving this anymore. And I'm, I I really want to help people. Like that's all I wanted to do. And I felt like I could have really, I was a told I was a good listener and I was really helpful with advice. I was always that person that people went to with advice. So like I knew that something like that was in my future, in my path. And then when I found coaching, that felt so much more aligned because there was this piece that like you're creating, you're creating what is helpful to people. And I didn't even think of that before, you know, with, with therapy, obviously not the case for everyone. I'm just saying what it generally is like. You're Mm -hmm. taught these certain tools or you're taught this certain approach and that is how you treat this case more or less. Like that's how you respond. And um, I was like, oh, this feels very different that it's more intuitive. Like you're actually listening to what people need and you're giving them that. Maybe it doesn't look like what you planned for the session, but you're there to respond to that. And of course, therapists do do that. I don't want to say that they don't. There's definitely therapists that are living and Mm -hmm. breathing that energy as well. But yeah, I'm, I started to feel like this is really what's right for me, but it was totally different than anything that I had ever done. It really forced Mm -hmm. me to challenge so many beliefs, challenge so many things within myself, like speaking online. That was never something that I felt like I was good at or comfortable with and like showing up and being vulnerable in that way. Also, we talked about this on my episode, Victoria, but like the how of things like I'm like, I want to know how, like, how am I going to grow a business on social media? How am I going to create a program? How am I going to have all this information? Can you talk more about this? Because this is something that's huge for people. Like, how did you finally do that live? And how did you get over the fear of the how? Yeah. 
Well, I think for me, like time, but trusting in myself, believing in myself, like not wavering. And obviously it was not like that a hundred percent. There was many, many days of me crying all day. There were many days of me on my couch napping too, because I was like, I have no, I don't know what to do. I feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how this is going to happen, but I still felt like I don't want to give up on this. Like, I still felt like this is something that I'm meant to be doing. And I kept getting the little signs, messages, information, places that I was showing up in that I was doing the right thing or that I was where I was meant to be. So then, and like also practicing what I preach, like I had always preached, you know, we go through these hard times that make us grow stronger. So like, hello, I am meant to go through this right now. And I truly firmly solidified that as a belief after more time thinking about it and reflecting on like why this was so hard for me and what, what's really going on. I know that if I had just like been successful in my first launch of my program, like I would not be the person that I am right now. If I had just had immediate success in my business or with my intention, like I literally would not have learned any of the lessons that I've learned in the last two years. I would not have put myself out there. I would not have challenged myself. I would not have kept showing up with this commitment, this grit, like all of that. So I know, I truly believe I needed all that to get me to where I am. So the how piece of it, our minds want to do that. Our minds want to, and you know, people around you, how are you going to do this? This is risky. You're ta- you're, you're quitting your corporate stable job, your 401k, your, your insurance. How are you going to get health insurance? Like that's my, my mom. Like, how are you going to do that? Right. I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know, but I believe that it will work itself out. And like, and then also getting evidence from other people, right? Like seeing other people do Why is it always the health insurance that holds people up on their business? That's like a theme. Like if you're listening and that's what's keeping you, I just want to let you know you're you're going to get health insurance. You're going to be okay. I just want to let you know, okay? <laughs> because it's not just you. That's like a huge thing. But okay. <laughs> it's well, a I, safety. It, I was like, if I okay. make enough money to support myself, I will have enough money to take care of my health exactly. and whatever exactly. businesses are, visit, doctor's visits are, like maybe it doesn't look the same way that someone else does with their insurance plan and their, you know, deductible, whatever. Maybe it looks a little different, but that doesn't mean that I'm not taking care of my health. Maybe that, that doesn't mean that I'm not like, honestly, really investing in my health. I invest in my health and you in have so many un- ways. And you have unlimited opportunity, right, for that financial freedom. So that alone, I feel like, has so many health benefits as far as, like, bringing in relief for yourself that you're not on a hamster wheel living a life that you don't really want, right? Oh, so for somebody maybe who's listening in and is like, oh, my gosh, whoa, I am resonating so much with everything that Shannon is saying here. And I would really love for her to take me through this work, right? That really helped her go from thinking this only happened for other people to, oh my gosh, this gets to happen for me to then actually embodying it, actually moving it from the quantum field into the 3D, actually not just shifting the story scripts, but then taking the new action, right? To be what I call the best version of ourselves, right? If all possibilities exist in the quantum field for everybody listening, right? The possibility that you want for your life is totally possible for you right now. You just have to be open to that possibility existing. And once you are, right, to receive it, You got to do what Shannon doing to be it, to hold that vibration so you are allowed to receive it, to have it in your life and keep it, right? Like sometimes you could manifest instantly and that, but then you can't hold the thing or, or you're scared of it. And that's what Shannon was speaking of when she said, um, she had tried to launch her course once and she learned so much from it. And I think that's such a beautiful example because, everything is is teaching us right and i almost interrupted shannon earlier when she was talking about i don't know about anybody else but i've had a hard soul plan 
And I started chuckling because most likely people on this podcast, you have had a harder, more, more challenging soul plan too. And that's why you're attracted in here and need the work. I didn't even know that easy soul plans were a thing until I was channeling them. And I'm like, whoa, there is a life path three. And that is just to have fun. And God bless the people that came here for a life path three, but it was not me. I'm like, <laughs> so, Shannon, again, if there's anything else, because I'm feeling like maybe you have some inspired downloads of just things that you want to share that are helping you right now or helping you in your journey. And um, the course that you currently have, if people are interested in learning more about that or working with you one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So one thing that you were, that spoke to me or that came up as you were speaking was what's helpful for people, you know, when you're starting this journey or you're on the journey and you feel like you've done so many things or you, you're wondering what's going on and you're looking to have validation that like you're doing the right thing. I would say there's two ways that you could be doing things that you could be implementing these strategies and, and this new way of being. And one is like small steps, like small action steps. It has to snowball. Like there's, if you're doing like a little thing for yourself and you're doing something good, you're meditating, you're carving out a little bit to journal, you're going to a workshop, you're listening to a spiritual teacher, you're listening to even a podcast, like whatever it is. You're, if you're doing a little bit of that each day and then you do a little more and then a little more and then a little more, like it, it has to snowball. It has to grow into something bigger and better with time. The other way of doing things is like being so rigid or like very firm with it. Like for me, I was like, I need something to fucking change. Like I needed something right yeah. now. I need someone's help. And like, I went into decided. Yeah, like I decided that. And then also with drinking, I mean, I had struggled with drinking for a long time of like, whether I should give it up or not. I kept working with it and seeing how it could still apply in my life and it wasn't working. So then I was like, I'm done. Like I'm done. That's it. There's no questions. It's done. It's out of my life. So Hills. yeah, like there's things you could do things like that. You could, you could have the snowball. Effect. Let's talk more about this for a second. Yeah. So we didn't actually discuss talking about this, but it goes in tandem with everything. And I just did a different course on this called pure attraction, right? Where I talk more about the parasite cleanse, right? But back when I had my awakening and miracles truly what opened me up that all of a sudden I was able to communicate with my spirit guides, right? I teach, we all have access to um to our Claire senses was doing that inner work but the first thing that led me to do the inner work was I had that miracle experience and my obsession to drink was removed and so the purification of things that maybe aren't serving us right and the real next level work is what maybe is working, maybe it's maybe you've already let go of the toxic thing or you have a healthy relationship with alcohol and that's not it. But what's the thing that isn't in alignment with your next level and where you're going? Because that's that releasing of that is going to free up the most space for you. So Shannon, if you could just speak a little bit more about that. Was alcohol something you just started to notice didn't bring out the best in you or didn't make you feel good? Or what kind of brought you into realizing, oh, I think maybe this has got to go. Yeah. This doesn't seem to be aligned with my best life path. All of the above. Um, I, I mean, it was, you know, in college and after college, it was fun to get lit with your friends and have a crazy night and like tell stories about it. And it was fun, I guess. It was fun. I did have fun with it. And then there was also, it felt really dangerous for me. It felt like blacking out was something that happened to me pretty often. And I was like, this is really scary. Like, even if I don't, even if nothing quote bad happened and like, everyone's like, you were totally fine. Like everything was normal. Yeah. I, that feeling was really scary and was not something I felt like was for my highest good, really. Like, you know that. You know that you're not doing something that's really good for you if that's how you're feeling about it. And um, not that this should make anyone, like, say that alcohol is bad because if you're not having that experience with alcohol, like, I, right. I truly believe everything 
every single thing we can use is either good or bad, depending on how we use it. So for me, it didn't have that good feeling. And then I would, you know, take breaks from it. I wouldn't drink that often either. So I was like, oh, like I don't have a problem. Like I'm not drinking that often. Sometimes I would go a couple months without drinking. So I was like, I don't have an addiction. Like I'm fine. But then I'm like, why am I going through all these mental gymnastics to try to make something work if it's like not working? Like that's what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. And it was because I thought that I wouldn't be liked if I gave it up. I thought that like, my life would change, which it, it actually did for the better though. Like yeah. all of the things that I would do, I wouldn't be frequenting the bars. I wouldn't be like going out with my friends when going crazy in the city or like all of these situations that I had previously like built my life around, my life would not look mm -hmm. like that anymore. So that was really scary. You know, as you were talking about like things you have to give up, like sometimes it's really scary to let go of things because you're like, well, everything's going to change. And it is, it really is, but yeah, better. I got huge chills when you said that. And who, if you can't see that in your own life, just stay willing and just believe that I believe, believe that Shannon believes and that we didn't believe it for ourselves. And we took that leap. We took that gamble and we promise you it is so freaking worth it. So freaking worth it. And if you are um, struggling with that. I guess this is my cue to, I'll do the free Sober Curious in January, but for it to feel fun for me. And Shannon, I want you to, to talk about this also, because we were talking about this for everybody on here who is leaning into their next level and avoiding burnout and maybe having your own courses, or you're just thinking about, wait, if that's possible for Shannon, maybe that could be possible for me too, right? I want you to really ask yourself is where is that the fun in it all, right? Because if we're not enjoying the journey, if we're not enjoying the process, right? The key to manifestation is to not care about the results and to enjoy the journey. So every year and this January, and thank you, Sean, and I didn't realize you were going to be celebrating on here, but thank you for celebrating with me. I'm going to have 10 years alcohol free this January 1st. I'm going to cry. I think I needed to say that out loud. So thank you. We're always the teacher and the student. Thank you for holding space for me to celebrate that. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Um, but the Sober Curious program, I've run it a few times. It was feeling not fun for me. So I got a really fun idea to help everybody connect to their spirit guides and Akashic records more, right? And how the purification process of giving up what's no longer serving you can help you with that. But if you can't wait, because I don't want you to wait, I want you to reach out to Shannon. Because if you're feeling a connection to her story, it means that there's there's a reason for that. And that's what I call inspired action, right? Would be taking the initiative to reach out to Shannon and maybe just ask her a few questions, right? Don't be shy. Maybe you don't know if how you feel about you know, doing this work yet, but the first step is having that willingness and reaching out. So Shannon, if you wouldn't mind just sharing some additional information of how people could get in touch with you. And I don't even know if you are offering one-on-one -on -one spots right now, but if that is possible, if you could just share more and about your current Thank course. Thank you for saying all that and congratulations. And yeah, I, I just want to say, I know how it can feel really hard to reach out and, and speak to someone or ask for help. Even re even just like reaching out without the intention of asking for help can be really hard. Like I know, I know that feeling. I do not bite. I'm very welcoming. I'm really friendly, I think. So you're, yeah, just reach out and there's no pressure to ever work together at all. Like I just love, I genuinely love connecting with people and seeing how this work helps everyone like that's my my mission here is to help people learn and grow and connect with themselves so yes i am available for one-to-one -one coaching spots and i i think i spoke to that a little bit before it's like more intuitive it's it's really what you need there's a lot that i will bring to the table and there's a lot that i will teach you but i want i don't want to come with that cookie cutter approach like i said i didn't want right. i don't want the cookie cutter approach like i want you to see, you know, understand what you need help with. And, and we work through that together. 
And then I also have a group coaching program called Free My Mind, which it's in the first iteration of right now. So we'll be running the next round next year, early next year. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's already- Get on the wait list, you guys. Get on the wait list. Yeah, talk about fun. It's so freaking fun. Like, I'm like, what? Like, this is work? This is work? I'm having so much fun with my girlies and helping them, teaching them what I know. And they're- connecting with each other and vibing and it's just a blessing a blessing it's so beautiful so you can find my instagram it's soul flow with shannon and my podcast is windows to the soul so check that out too and beautiful I just felt as you were saying that people reaching out to you, just feeling so connected to a beautiful hub of like-minded, um, you know, light workers and people who are just able to really support each other through this journey. So again, if you're feeling like you're alone or if you're feeling like, oh, maybe this happened, you know, for Shannon, but it's not possible for me. I want you to just really stay willing, just be willing to be willing. And I promise you miracles are your birthright. And that being said, Shannon, is there anything that maybe you want to share that we haven't covered yet? Or I always love to ask, right? If there was one thing, if you only got to share with everybody, one thing that really helped you the most on your journey, what would that be? That's a good question. One thing, drilling it down. To I know it's so hard. I would just say the openness, like the curiosity. Yeah. And openness and it can go a lot of ways too. Like being open-minded. Like at, like maybe you don't see that something is possible for you yet. Like maybe you don't have the vision, you don't believe it but you can at least allow yourself to dream or think of the possibility. Like, you know, that's, I think what sets you off on this path is like, you're open-minded enough to see that someone could help you. You have to be open enough to see that there's could be, you know, a change in your current circumstances. You're open enough to explore these parts of yourself that maybe you've locked away for a long time, or you've been avoiding, or you don't like, but you're open to seeing them. You're open to changing or seeing how they might shift. And I think that's really, really important. Also, I know you said one thing, but another I need to add to like the having more fun and like having more fun. Life is, it is that serious, but it's also not that serious. And like all the things that we have made in our mind to be so big and bad and scary, like they're not, they're really not as bad and scary. So just like have fun, find places that make you laugh, that make you smile, people, places, and you will experience more of that. Again, if you're letting yourself like have small moments of it, then it will start to snowball and to grow and then you'll have more and more of it. I love that so much. Thank you. Openness, have that openness, right? Have it with yourself first, and then eventually you'll be able to ask, right, and how can I be of service and extend that to others? So I'm going to include all of Shannon's contact information in the show notes also, in case maybe you missed that. Don't worry. I got you covered. I'll also include how you guys could connect with Sarah if you feel guided to make a contribution to her and her community to create even more ripple effects of love and hope in the world. So thank you so much. Until next time, you guys, all the love. Thank you, you, Shannon. Thank you so much. Wow. I love tapping into infinite possibilities with you. Thank you so much for joining me and creating new possibilities for ourselves and for this world. I am so grateful that we get to live a life beyond our wildest dreams together. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review and create more ripple effects of love in this world. Take another minute for yourself if you need and go have a beautiful rest of your day. Big hug.